We are live. Lead off talk with Gabe and myself. Hello, Gabe. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. We are finally here. It the season starts Thursday, and we are here to have our preview for the entire season. So we're gonna have our division champs, our wild card MVPs, Cy Youngs, our championship league or our league champs, and then obviously our World Series champs. So I'm excited. Finally, we yeah. had a couple delays, but we're finally here doing it. Yeah, I'm 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 excited for this episode. This is the one I mean we've talked about it since we started. This is the probably the one I've been most excited about just because I mean at the end of the year we can figure out what we were wrong about, what we were right about, and if we were just totally awful in our predictions or not. Yeah, and I mean the best thing about like these fun prediction shows is that like you never know what's gonna happen. You know, right. one or two injuries could derail a team. And, Especially in baseball. Yeah. And I mean it's something we already seen, you know, earlier last week with you know, Eloy Jimenez basically mm-hmm. out for the entire season uh, for the Yankees, Luke Voigt being out. I mean, there, there's there's quite a few injuries. And um, yes, it'll be interesting to see how teams play a full season again. You know, last year was only 60 games, and it was kind of a, a sprint towards the finish line. Well, this time they're going back to the, mar- uh, the, the marathon. Yes. <laughs> Where it's 162 games for six months and limited off days. So it should be a lot of fun. Yes, I cannot wait. So let's just put, let's just jump right into it. NL East. We'll start. We'll, we'll go five to one. Okay. And Gabe, I'll let you. I'll let you start. You may go all the way up to one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I have five. I know they made the playoffs last year, but like, like you said, it was 60 games. And – it's the Marlins. I have them at five. Um, at four, I have the Phillies. I think the Phillies are good. I just don't think they're, they're – it just sucks that the Phillies are in that division, in my opinion. I think they could be better if they weren't. <laughs> um, three, I know you love them, but that's where I have the Nats, Nationals. Um, I actually think they're going to be good this year. But, like I said, that division is so tough, in my, my opinion. And number two, this is my surprise people, I have Atlanta. Oh. And that means number one is the Mets. I believe in the Mets. I think their offense is really, really good. I think their pitching staff can be really, really good. And I think it's going to be close. I, I have them winning it by a game or two. So I, I don't think they're going to blow out the division or anything. But I do have the Mets taking it over the Braves. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, ours is a little, ours is a little different. Um, so at number five, I have the Phillies. Now, on paper, I see the Phillies, and you see JT Realmuto. They have – who's the best catcher? I mean, we both agree. The best catcher in baseball, oh, yeah. Realmuto. Not even a question. Aaron Nola is a top-10 pitcher in the, in the league. Um, obviously, Bryce Harper is incredible. I, I, don't, I don't know. Do you, do you think Bryce Harper is overrated or underrated? I think he's underrated, in my opinion, just because how people think that he's – He's overrated? Overrated, yeah, yeah. I think he's underrated because everybody thinks he's overrated. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, I totally agree with that. I I love Bryce Harper. I've always loved Bryce Harper. But outside of that, man, I mean, Alec Bohm, like that, that's a lot of pressure on him. It's a lot of pressure on, you know, bringing back like Didi Gregorius to stay healthy, um, mm-hmm. which has always been an issue for him. You know, Gene Segura on paper is nice, but it's also like, will Gene Segura end the, the year on whatever team he starts out with? Like he's traded <laughs> every year. True. <laughs> yeah. Very and true. then their outfield, I mean, 
what, 35, 36-year-old Andrew McCutcheon in left field, Roman Quinn in center. Um, their bullpen is – like, they have names, you know, like Alvarado, and they have, uh, like, Archie Bradley. Like, those are solid guys. But going into the year, they only have one lefty in their bullpen in a division that has Juan Soto, Freddie Freeman, Michael Conforto, uh, Jazz Chisholm. And, I mean, I'm basically stealing uh, – Shelfie's tweet because he tweeted about it yet last night. Yeah, oh yeah, I seen it. And like, there's all these killer lefties like in that division. You only have one lefty in your bullpen. Um, it's a little, it's a little sus. I think their pitching's a little sus. I don't know if Zach Wheeler can build upon. Like, I I, I don't know how good he is really. Yeah, Zach Wheeler. Yeah, he's a he's one of those guys iffy guys. He can be really good or he can be really bad. Like you like you were trying to say. And I think the thing about the NL East is, like you said, I mean, I think all those teams could be close to, a, like, an over 500 record. But I think the Phillies are just going to be the Phillies, and they're going to end up, like, shitting the bed somehow. Or they're going to go on, like, a bad losing streak. Because no, I pitching is just it. sus. And, yeah, yeah I just I, – I can't trust I 100% them. see it. No, yeah, I agree. And then I have Miami at four. I think they're a fun young team. They have pitching. I like Sixto. I like uh, is it Pablo Lopez. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Sandy Alcantara. I like obviously Jazz Chisholm's fun. I don't yes. know what they're gonna do at first base with Jesus Aguilar or or, uh, or uh, Garrett. Uh, oh, I can't think of his name. It's like Garrett something. Um, oh yeah, I know you're talking. I can't think of the name either. And then like the outfield. Cooper is it Cooper? Yeah, Cooper, Cooper, Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Miguel Rojas is pretty solid at short. Um, Super underrated at short, too, yeah, I will yeah, say. Yeah. He's, very good, he, very he, good he's, just, he's just old now. Yeah. That's the problem with him. Sandy, uh, uh, Starling Marte is a solid center fielder. Uh, getting Adam Duvall to play left is nice. Right field's Dirt kind cheap. of – Yeah, right field's a little iffy, but, I mean, hey. If Lewis Brinson could finally develop into a legitimate – major league outfielder then who's who's playing isn't it dickerson well yeah i mean dickerson too yeah yeah they also have dickerson so yeah you just never know and i think just overall Mm -hmm. i think they're there's a really solid team obviously their bullpen's a little sus because it seems like they have like a lot of like rejects from other teams but they could they could help yeah they could be out for revenge yeah, yeah, and I think like you said about the Marlins, I think one of the good things, even if they don't do good this year, just them going. I know it was only sixty games, but them going to the playoffs did so much for those young guys, and just like just the experience. I know it wasn't like the experience with fans and everything, but just them getting the experience of going to the playoffs is something that like I don't know. I think it's a good thing for young players to do, and and the Marlins in this what they're trying to build there. I think it helps them a lot. hundred percent, one hundred percent, and then for third place. I'm going with the Mets. Okay. This isn't me hating, and this isn't me. No, no, I being no. a uh, blind supporter of the Nationals because I think because I have them number two, and then the Braves number okay. one. Okay. But right. the Mets, like the Mets, are kind of like the Browns. Like the Browns is the Browns, and the Mets is the Mets. And I think we talked about this earlier. Obviously, Lindor. I think he's. I think he's going to play. Pretty much the same as he always is. He's going to hit around 280, have close to 35 home runs. Um, he's going to probably score a lot more runs because that offense just around him is, is way better. 
I mean, right. Pete Alonzo. Uh, Dominic Smith. Dominic Smith in, in left field. Uh, Brandon Nimmo, who's really could be. Yeah. And would be Network says the top five player in baseball, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand <laughs> that. Um, I think he's good. He's going to have like a breakout year in center field. Obviously, Conforto is is really good. Uh, Jeff McNeil's really good. I mean, just overall, like their offense is killer, right? And so oh, it's, yeah. it's just one of those things where like they just have to prove it to me. Like Carrasco's, Carrasco, what, he tore his hamstring or something like that. So he's going to be out yeah, for a while. Yeah, he's already hurt. Um, obviously, DeGrom is, is a goat. And Marcus Stroman seems to be like – yeah. I, I'm high on him. Yeah, dude, he's he, he looks incredible just from the from the videos I've seen on Twitter. Um, and then obviously they go out, they get uh, Taiwan Walker, uh, they get Joey Lucchese, but Seth Lugo is going to be hurt, and he probably won't be back until mid-May. Guys, like, do you trust Edwin Diaz? Do you trust that bullpen? Obviously, bullpens are a little, uh, you know, fickle. Uh, obviously, I like Trevor May, but just overall, I like the Nationals more than I like the Mets. All right, I, I, I think I, just because I think their pitching is a little bit better. I mean, Max Scherzer, okay, like because the way I look at it, Max Scherzer, Jacob Degrom, basically a wash. I mean, Stroman, I think I'd rather have Strasburg, even at even at his age, um, a veteran in John Lester over a young guy like Joey Lucchese. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No. Patrick Corbin should I, be back. Brad Hand was pretty solid for the Indians last year. Uh, I, I know, but I mean, just, <laughs> if, if we're being objective, know. you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> and I mean, the Nationals have Juan Soto. They have guys like Trey Turner. I mean, Juan Soto is like going to be the best player in baseball, maybe by the end of this year, which is crazy to even think about when we still have Mike Trout to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But there's, like, a legitimate, like, at 22 years old, Juan Soto could be the best player in baseball. Oh, yeah. If he keeps going the way he's tracking, 100%. And then the Braves, I mean, Freddie Freeman's a GOAT. Acuna's a GOAT. Ozuna is really, really good. You know, even even though their pitching's a little sus at times, I think just overall, I mean, they got so many bats in that lineup. I mean, just imagine if Ozzy Albies can just really become like this. Ozzy Albies? Yeah, what we all thought he was going to be. And it's weird because yeah. he's only still like 24 years old, 23 years old. So it's it's weird. It's like, oh, well, he's a bust. Well, it's like, no, actually, he's just like developing like an every, any normal player. Yeah, he's just in the spotlight a lot more because he got signed he got young signed to a paid. big deal. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But Actually, I, to over- an underpaying deal, but yeah. yeah. But overall, I think the Braves, are, I mean, the Braves are, they're still the, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, like you said, having the Nets three, the Mets one and the Braves two. But overall, I just, I got to go with what's consistent and the Braves have been consistent and the Nationals have, I mean, they, they're they coming off of a World Series, you know? I mean, oh, not yeah. last year, but finally in 2019 when they won, um, maybe playing at home with fans and stuff in a non the magic can bring yeah i mean i don't know right no yeah i agree i think honestly like you i think at the end of the year any of those top three teams depending on who's hot could win that division yeah a hundred percent i mean it it wouldn't surprise me at all i mean they could all three of those teams win like 92 games and it would not surprise me and it could go down to like the last three weeks of the year it could come down to a september run where somebody gets swept and they're out of the playoffs completely 
and yeah. the team that sweeps them wins the division, and then that other team is is a wild card or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to the NL Central, I'll start this time. If that's cool. All right. Yep. So the uh, number five, obviously the Pirates. They might be the worst team in baseball. Yeah, it's not close. I don't think it's that close. Uh, number four, the Cubs. I'm not high in them at all. I just, for some reason, I, I'm just very skeptical. Do they have talented players? Yes. Could someone like Javi Baez and Chris Bryant kind of turn it up when they're kind of close to getting paid again? Absolutely. I mean, that, that seems to always be the theme when it comes to players who are about to hit free agency, like they're going to have this breakout year. But losing you Darvish is huge. I mean, I felt like they, I mean, he was the reason they were, I don't know, uh, good or like in contention for as long as they were. Um, I'm just really not high on them. Just not. Like, they have good young players like, like uh, Ian Happ and obviously Chris Bryant is still Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo is still really good, but just overall, not 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 a huge fan. Number three, this may be a little bit of a shocker, but the Brewers, outside of Christian Yelich, I don't really know what to expect from the rest of that lineup. Like, okay. Keston Hira, like, are they, is he going to be, is he going to be like the first baseman? They just signed Colton Wong this offseason. Um, their number three starter could potentially be someone like Brett Anderson or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or Adrian Hauser. And it's like, like they're solid, but outside of Corbin Burns and um, Brandon Woodruff, what do you got? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, but obviously their they're back in their bullpen is just Josh Hader and Devin Williams. I mean, when they have leads, they're going to keep them. But it's also like, can they get leads into the eighth and ninth inning? That's always my big question with, with the Brewers. It wouldn't surprise me if they're number two. Um, just But overall, I have the Brewers at number three. The Reds at number two, I'm probably a little more high on the Reds than most people. Um, Sonny Gray and uh, Luis Castillo, the, those two pitchers, man, they're, they're studs. Uh, Nick Castellanos playing a full season in Cincinnati in an extremely hitter-friendly ballpark. Someone like uh, Eugenio Suarez kind of coming back. I mean, in, in 2019, he had like 50-something home runs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's got the – I mean, that, that team could can swing the bat. Obviously, I like uh, Amir Garrett as their closer a lot, a lot. Overall, I think they're going to score a lot of runs, obviously playing in Cincinnati. And, uh, and I think those, those two guys who – I mean, Sonny Gray and – and Castillo are, are aces on, on a lot of other team staff. So um, to have basically two aces is, is really nice for them. And then number one, I don't think it's any a surprise, the Cardinals, kind of like the Braves. The Cardinals, man, like they're just a stud team. Getting Nolan Arenado, they still have Paul Goldschmidt. They're just, they're just so good. Even if, even if like guys like Yachty are, are aging and they got, so many young, uh, so much young talent. Pitching is still really good, led by uh, Jack uh, Jack Flaherty. Um, Jordan Hicks is coming back healthy this year, so just overall, I'm pretty high on on the Cardinals until I have them winning uh, the NL Central. All right, we are different on the NL Central, so here are mine. At five, I would go with the Pirates. Um, I mean, I feel like we don't have to say anything about it. We know they're just selling the whole team off. Um, 
At four, I have the Reds. And here's my reasoning is because I I just don't – the fact they didn't get a shortstop and they're going to give it to Suarez to play uh, short, I don't like because I feel like he's so comfortable at third and you can see what he can do with his bat. And I feel like just keep him there, let him do what he does with the bat. I feel like they're going to try to put too much on him. And I don't think it's going to pan out the way they think. Even though he was a shortstop coming up, but he hasn't played short for a few years now. He's been a solid third baseman. I just, I just don't feel good with that move. So I have them at four. At three, I have the Cubs. Um, for all you said, I think they have the veterans that stay in the race, I don't know, until halfway through the year, maybe 75% of the year, but then they'll fall off. Uh, you don't know what you're going to get from Baez or Rizzo or Bryant anymore, but they're all in contract years, like you said, also. So they could have big years. You never know. And lo- losing New Darvish was a huge lose for them. Like, you can't explain how big of a loss that was for them. And, uh, yeah, I just don't see them doing that good. And number two, I have the Cardinals. Interesting. And, yeah, I have them at two. And you know how you say the Mets or, like, the Browns to you? Mm-hmm. That's, like, the Cardinals to me the last, like, I don't know, five years. I feel like every year we think they're going to be really good, and they never really put it all together. And I can't – I hate to put my faith into them. I don't know why, but just what I feel – and I like they are not all trade, but still, like me and you talked about, his splits were sometimes bad. Uh, so I need to see. Obviously, defense is going to be there, but hopefully he hits the same way. Um, he hasn't looked that good in spring training, but also with spring training. And then number one at the Brewers, and I hate to say that because we have a we have a mutual friend, okay, yeah, who likes the Brewers, and yeah, and I, I and this hurts me to say, but I actually love their lineup. I love their lineup, what they did. And defensively, they might not be that great. Colton Wong is an se- excellent second baseman. I think he's going to be great out there. But who knows what, how the first baseman Herrera is going to do. I think they have Shaw still at third base. Shortstop, they're fine. The outfield, they got plenty of defense out there. Um, I like their catcher. They're, like you said, the back end of the bullpen is unstoppable. The rotation is iffy after the first, what, one or two. But if they can – if the three, four, five guys can make it to the fourth or fifth inning and give it to that bullpen, who knows? You know what I mean? They could – I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a close division, but I got, I got the Brewers winning it, and I hate saying it. I hate it. And hopefully he doesn't watch this episode or listen to it because I don't want to hear him talking about how I like the Brewers. But, yeah, I'm, I'm very high on them. Very, very high on the Brewers. I understand it. Trust me. I, I just can't – I don't know, man. I – I don't want to get jaded, you know what I mean? I just, <laughs> no, I, I I get it. I just don't want. I just can't get jaded, dude. Like I get it. Do like do they have like objectively? Do they have they have an opportunity for their lineup to um to be really really fucking good? Just overall, man. Like I mean, how, how do you? I, I I like I like Travis Shaw a lot. I like Kesson here could be really good too. Um, if if they move him to first, Navarez at, at catcher is an offensive stud. Like I'm looking at it, Christian Yelich, and then Lorenzo Cain, close to 35 years old, or he will be 35 um, in in a few weeks. Uh, Jackie Bradley, Avisel Garcia. I mean, like those guys would have been really good like three years ago. Yeah, along with I, know, I agree. You know, uh, yeah, I like agree. Travis Shaw, it, it seems like he's hit or miss every year. Yeah, I think he has a breakout year this year. That's not not breakout because he does, like you said, hit or miss. But I think he he's one of those boom guys. I think 
the lineup has a lot of boom or bust guys. And for some reason, I don't know why, I think they all go boom this year. And that's that's why I think it. I don't know why. I can't tell you, but I just feel like they go boom. I mean, I could see, I do, I could see it, but it's you're betting on a lot of you're betting on a lot of players to yeah, to I am um to play exceedingly well. You know. What I mean? Yeah, it could also be that I I think the Cardinals every year are going to win and they never do. Yeah, but they always win their divisions. See, that's the thing. I know, but they never they never go further than that. It pisses me off every year. They always have them going further and further and never, never, never. Like, uh, like looking at the Cardinals, okay? I mean, <laughs> Gold, I mean, Goldsmith, Tommy Edmond at second. I mean, he's he's good. Obviously, Arenado is a stud. And even if he has, like, a little bit of a down year because he's playing. Yeah, a down course, year for him, though, is still a great year. It's still a great year, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Paul DeYoung, I, I really like. Uh, Tyler O'Neill, I mean, left field, eh. Uh, Harrison Bader, I I like in center. Dylan Carlson is going to be a stud. He's he's going to be their everyday right fielder, switch hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole outfield scares me. Yeah, I mean they, they I mean you want to talk about boom or bust? Like they could go boom or bust either. Yeah, way. Yeah, that's the thing. I I have all I like Hater, like you said, or Bader, sorry for defense, but his hitting scares me. I think Carlson could 100% be a stud, and I think he is going to be, but. Who knows if that whole off the whole defense? I mean, defense, the whole outfield struggles. I feel like he's gonna put a lot of pressure on himself, and that's not what you need in a young guy, right? That's and Tyler O'Neill. I, I, I have no faith in Tyler O'Neill. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't really have that much faith in, in O'Neill and left. Then I look at their bullpen. I mean, obviously, Andrew Miller is hit or talk about hit or miss, like, <laughs> like he is legitimately hit or miss. Uh, Giovanni Gallardo goes was. I mean, he's pretty solid as a closer. Ryan Helsley, um, I think, like I said, Jordan Hicks should be back with them. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just like them. I, no, I no. Still, I, I, I think, I just think they're still the class of that division. As, no, I, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Brewers went finished third and the Cardinals win it. Like, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I just, for some reason, like I said, I just think the Brewers have it. And I think it's going to be close. I think – just those two teams, though. I don't think it's going to be anybody else close. Right. I know you had somebody over the Brewers. Who'd you? The I Reds, the right? Reds, yeah. Reds, yeah. I, for some reason, the only reason I don't have the Reds high is because I feel like halfway through the year, they're going to be at that point where, like, are they buyers or sellers? And they're going to sell. I mean, that could, yeah. I mean, that could definitely happen. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, like you said, for the Reds, shortstop is a giant question mark. It is, I mean, it's it's pretty big. And yeah. I have a feeling that if this Ahmad Rosario in center field for the Indians doesn't work out. Uh, <laughs> he could they're be, gonna, they're he gonna could be, be a red. Yeah, they, they, I'm surprised <laughs> he hasn't been shipped to, to across the Goodyear complex yeah, I, I have a, earlier. Yeah, I have, a, I, have a, I have a feeling that we are asking for Senzel, and the Reds are like, not yet, but I feel like, man, give it a month. They could be, be like, okay, yeah, we'll it give could, Yeah, it really <laughs> could. It, that's exactly what could happen. Yeah. Um, all right, so the – N.O. West. Okay. Go ahead. So, okay, this is, I think, okay. Rockies, I think you'll give, give a run to the Pirates for having the worst record in baseball. And I think halfway through the year, they trade Story. Okay. Um, and I feel bad for Story because I feel like he's not going to put up that good of ha- first half numbers just because he's the only person in that offense anymore, except for Blackman. Yep. And Blackman's going to be hitting leadoff, and he's going to be hitting third or fourth. So, 
I feel bad for Blackman. I mean, Blackman. I, I feel bad for Blackman, too. He's been there longer than anybody. But story I feel awful for. Um, and then at four, I have the D-backs. Um, I actually like their team. I say they're super young still. Um, I like Marte. I think he has a bounce back year. Um, I like uh, Christian Walker, I believe his name is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they I think they have a young team, but I just don't think they're there yet. Um, the Giants have three. The Giants are a confusing team to me because they have a lot of vets, and they also have a lot of young guys, but they're not all, like, meshing yet, if that makes sense. Like, Longoria, Brandon Belt, but then they have Mike Zavinsky. Uh, yeah, Yastrzemski. Yeah, and he's like 30, I found out. I thought he was like 24. Yeah, no, yeah, he really is like 30. <laughs> yeah, he, he, that, the Indians were talking to him last year. I was like, wait, why is he 30? Um, okay, and this one gets interesting. I had the Dodgers at two and the Padres at one. Okay, explain. I am sold on the Padres. And I'm all about the youth movement. Let the, let the kids play. I think their lineup is just – they have so many parts they can move around in that infield and outfield. They can move everybody around. Same with the Dodgers. I'm not saying the Dodgers don't have the exact same thing. Um, I just think that they carry that swag and momentum, and they beat the Dodgers by a game or two at the end of the year. And I still think I my prediction. I have the Padres winning 102 games, and the Dodgers winning 100. And uh, I mean, just 100. So that's how close I had it when I was going through it all. Like I think it's gonna be close. I like the Dodgers. Um, the only thing that scares me about the Dodgers right now is that. Walker Bueller has looked like absolute trash can right now in screen training. He can't buy an out to save his life. And like I know, I know it's screen training and people are working on things. Uh, Trevor Bauer really hasn't looked that great in screen training. Kershaw has looked almost as bad as the other two. Like I said, screen training, I'm not getting too into it at all. But if that does happen, that rotation goes downhill, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But Dodgers two, Padres one. I think it's going to be very close the whole year. I'm just going to go with the youth movement in San Diego. I like the swag they play with. I think they're like a – it's like a family feeling on that team, and I like that, and I think they, they take it. So everything's the same except our, our one and two, but I, it's, you know, one of those teams are going to be the wild card, and one of them is going to be uh, their division winners. I have the Dodgers winning their division. Um, okay. I, again, but I could see – like you said, I could see both these teams winning – a hundred or close to one hundred games each. Yeah, um, but amazing. it really comes down to I, you know, you're talking about pitching being like uh, kind of like suspect for the Dodgers, but I, I I'm looking at the Dodgers pitching staff right now. Obviously, Kershaw, uh, Trevor Bauer. You just go out and you make him the highest paid uh, player ever for one season. Like he made he he set the record for what forty five million dollars this year. Yeah, average. Paid. Yeah. Uh, Walker Bueller, and then the return of David Price. You still have Dustin May. You still have Julio uh, Urias. Uh, Tony Goslin came out extremely strong last year. Like that's what seven legitimate yeah, you, starters. Seven pitchers. Yeah, you just named. Yeah. And then that's not even talking about their bullpen. Obviously, Kenley Jansen was a little up and down last year. When you have someone like Bruce Gratterall who could literally be their closer for the future. Um, I feel like it's just like a waiting game when it comes to, you know, Jansen becoming that eighth inning guy and, and Gratterall becoming that full-time closer. They go out, they sign Blake Trinan. Uh, they still have, you know, Joe Kelly. Obviously, they're a little – they're depth for left-handed relief pitching. Uh, they have Victor Gonzalez, but, you know, maybe David Price goes to the bullpen. Maybe Julio Urares goes back to the bullpen 
for one more year. Like they just got so much pitching. And as much as like the Padres kind of did what the Dodgers did this off season and spent all, basically spent everything on pitching um, this off season, getting guys like uh, Blake Snell and, and you Darvish and for the prices that they, they gave up. I mean, it was a hundred percent worth it. I, I got to go with the defending champs. Now it could flip flop because I, the Dodgers always in contention what they made the world series what a few times, right? Mm-hmm. They made it. They lost against Houston. They lost Which against. They should have won because of cheaters, but go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Uh, they lost against there. Boston and then they finally won last year. So they yes. were in the World Series, what, three, three out of the last four years? Yeah, yeah. So they, could, so they could have some type of fatigue now that they won. Um, but I think overall, and I mean, their lineup is still so fucking good. I mean, Gavin oh. Lux probably going to take over at second base um, to start the year. Or sometime, even if he doesn't start the year at first or at second. I mean, he's going to be around there. Um, Max Muncy's a stud. I, we talked about him in our you know ranking episodes. They brought back Justin Turner. Corey Seager's on fire. Uh, AJ Pollock in left field. I mean, Cody Bellinger in center. And then Mookie Betts in right. I mean, that is just oof. That is just tough to – I mean, like, mm-hmm. how do you pitch to that lineup? You know what I mean? No, 100%. And then you still have, like, veteran guys like Chris Taylor off the bench. Uh, like, they still have some young guys like Edwin Rios. Like, oh, and Will Smith. I, Will Smith, super underrated as yeah. a catcher, too. Yeah. So. There's nothing, nothing upsets me more than – sorry, just going to go quickly here. The, 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 the DH isn't in the NL. Because, like, you just – Edwin Rios that you just named – he should begin at bats for the Dodgers, and sadly, 100%. he won't begin the at bats. He will be because MLB doesn't want to be selfish and not give us the DH. But all right, that was my little rant. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I do like the the fun kind of purity of like having pitchers hit and like double switching and all that shit. But for a business standpoint, people want to see home runs. People want their favorite players at the end of their career still playing. I mean, right. just think, you know, Edwin Encarnacion's not on a team. Yeah. You would He's, you would think that he'd be at least a DH somewhere in the NL if – Yeah, if, 100%. If, if a team, you know, yeah. if we had a DH full-time. And, no, and nobody wants their – and no team wants their ace or somebody in their rotation to get hurt. Trying to bun a baseball or swing yeah, a bat. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. That's what exactly. that scares me with anything. When the Indians, because I'm an Indians fan, and we go to an NL park, and I see Shane Bieber taking a bat, I'm like, just don't even just get out of the box. I don't even care. Take the out. I don't. Last thing I need him to do is hurt himself, trying to help out the team swinging a bat. When all I need him to do is throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that had been. Was it like was it Fausto Carmona got hurt? Yeah. One year doing yeah. that. Yeah, and it's just, it's just frustrating being a fan, knowing like, oh, we lost one of our best pitchers because he was swinging a bat yeah, in a game. Or, yeah, he ran down the first baseline, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's dumb. It's definitely <laughs> dumb. Especially yeah, it's when, something I would never be okay with. Especially when when you have when you have interleague happening every single every single series with fifteen and fifteen in each league. This I think to start off the year, the Twins are going. To, are opening the season against the Brewers in in Milwaukee. So the first three games of the season, they they have they have to have their pitching 
their pitchers hit. Yeah. First two games of the year, Nelson Cruz might not get in that bat. So just think about that for a second. Yeah. Pretty. I mean, it's good. He it's probably will. Fan. It's, it's, oh, yeah. 100%. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, it, it really isn't. For it's the game, bad for it baseball. really isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, just imagine, again, eventually someone like Mike Trout is going to get older and won't be able to play center field every day. Exactly. Or someone like, you know, look at look at the Cardinals. I mean, they have Paul Goldschmidt, they have Nolan Arenado, and then they have uh, uh, Nolan Borman or Gorman, Gorman, uh, one of the top prospects who plays first and third, uh, you know, can play corner uh, infield, mm-hmm. and he's not going to be able to play. I mean, if yeah. obviously those are stud defensive guys in Goldschmidt and, and Arenado, but you can DH kind of rotate yeah, those DH, guys I mean, in if you have a DH, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah, or look at the Braves. Marcelo yeah. Zuna's got to play left field yeah, when they have a they have a stud behind. I think his name's Alex. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Posh is playing yeah, center. Yeah, they have Christian Pache, and then they have a, they have Drew yeah. Waters. Yeah, Waters. He could easily play left field. Yeah, a hundred percent. A stud defensively with a great bat, and he's not going to get any of bats because Azuna's there, and Azuna should be there. But if they had a DH, Azuna would just be DH. Azuna doesn't play defense. He was. So happy last year not to play defense. Look at him. Look at the stats he put up. Yeah, or even look at like the Mets. Like do, they don't want. They really don't want Dominic Smith playing left field. They'd rather no. have him DH or him and Pete Alonso rotating with first base. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's stupid. It's it's stupid. But um, so I I know I mentioned, or and obviously by our record, one of these teams in the NL West were going to be the wild card. So who was your other wild card? Oh, the Braves. The Braves, okay. Um, yes. So Braves and Dodgers, wild, that's a crazy wild card game. <laughs> that is nuts. That is insane, if you really think about it. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why I, lo- I looked at it after I did it. I was like, that's <laughs> – I mean, it's it, – Yeah, I mean, that le- legitimately should be a – I mean, oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's stupid. That's a, that's a, that's a NLCS – that's an NLCS <laughs> – I mean, that's what it was last year, right? It wasn't yeah. the Braves in the yeah, and they're yeah. gonna be playing yeah. in the one game wild card. See, that's another <laughs> thing. They need to, they need to either market that as like game one sixty three, make T shirts and all that shit, or mm-hmm. they just need to make it a three game series. If you have the best record, you host it. Yeah, exactly. They need to do something more than one game, in my opinion. It's just it's not fair to go the whole way to play one game and then you're done. Yeah, and I mean, what it pushes back the season, what a week maybe. Yeah, maybe it could easily could even, be done. But you could play those games. You could play those games back to back to back. You yeah. don't have to have any off days. No. And then I mean, easily. and then it and then it makes a, a a more of an incentive for teams like if you have like the number one seed because you're gonna have like a week off to exactly. rest up and get right for you know for your for the. Uh, NLDS or ALDS. Oh, I yeah, I agree. What, what who are your uh, wild cards? So my wild cards, um, the Nationals and the Padres, which is still just kind sense. of so we both both same division basically. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't see, like unless what you know you say happens, like the Cardinals could make a run. Um, if they're like the number two team, I could see them because I. But I don't have them. I, I have them winning the division, obviously. Right. And you don't. Um, you have the Brewers. But, I mean, that's okay. I like it. I like it. 
it's kind of a surprise because I didn't, I I definitely didn't expect the Brewers to be. To I didn't either, and I I tried to talk myself out of it, and I couldn't. So, before we get into our um, National League champions, we're we're gonna go to the uh, we're, we're gonna talk about the uh, uh, awards for the National League. So, who's your okay. National League MVP and National League Cy Young? Okay, the both in New York. I have. Lindor winning the MVP. Oh, my God. I know, I know. And I have DeGrom winning the Cy Young. And let me explain myself on Lindor. I think right. he has a comeback year. I think he bats a little over 300. I think he hits over 35 bombs, over 100 RBIs. And he's that leader on that team that he claimed to be in Cleveland the whole time. I think he's going to be – I think he's happy again. Not saying he wasn't happy in Cleveland, but I think his, like, love for the game comes back, which is sad to say because – I don't know. The stories you heard about him, it sounds like he didn't love the game anymore. wasn't happy to be in Cleveland. But I think that all comes back. I think he leads the Mets to the playoffs and the and wins the East. And I, with how the writers vote and how it happens, I think they give it to him. And I think that's why he wins the MVP. And right, DeGrom, so I don't, I don't think I have to explain DeGrom. Yeah, DeGrom no, is just DeGrom. I have DeGrom. Yeah, I have DeGrom too. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, the, the only thing about Lindor, am I a little salty? Yes, a little bit. But overall – like, uh, he's still one of the best shortstops in the game. He's still super fun. But I got to be honest with you, man. Even, <laughs> like, at his peak in Cleveland, when he was peak happiness, right, he mm-hmm. was still only hitting at best, like, 280, maybe 290. Oh, yeah. I know. Even with the, the, the 30, close to 30 home runs. <laughs> that's, my, like, that's my boom prediction. Like, I just don't see his, like, I just don't see him transitioning his swing to super high average, like over 300 hitter, along with the, all the home runs that, that comes with him. Right. Can I just say one thing about that? Yeah. Okay. I think, I think the only reason I have him doing that is I think he looks up and down that lineup and knows that he doesn't have to do it all. I think that takes some stress off his shoulders. Even though I feel like in Cleveland he didn't have to do it all either because he had Jose, but I don't know why he just didn't feel like he – I don't know. But well, the, the, only, just, the issue with yeah. Lindor in Cleveland, it was like, like how do you do everything – but here's, here's my – I guess my argument. How do you do everything when you want to hit lead off? No, yeah, I know. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, I agree. So – I, I don't I don't know specifically. Did they say he's gonna lead off in, in I have New York? not read anything yet. I've so not I mean, seen I can look, look into it right now. Yeah, I mean thinking looking at their lineup, I mean it's probably either him, Jeff McNeil, or Nimmo, probably. And then I don't know how I would make that lineup. It'd be it would, <laughs> that would be a fun lineup to like fuck around with and then will be the show. <laughs> I've already, just like to, yeah. Just to kind of figure it out. I've already thought about picking the Padres or Dodgers. I have so many people I can trade to get better people, yeah. which is sad. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Um, so, like I said, my Cy Young, uh, DeGrom, obviously. And then Juan Soto. I mean, even with the Nationals glasses on, man, he is just – he's a stud. No, yeah, he was he was second for me. I mean, he's, he's going to hit close to three – he's going to hit close to 330 – He's gonna have close to forty home runs. I mean, he as long as he stays healthy, man, it's it's his to lose. I mean, he could win the batting title. I mean, he could he could be a triple threat or a triple crown. <laughs> fucking, uh, he could be Go a triple off, crown K. winner. Go you know off. what I mean? He's just so yeah. good. It's so stupid how good he is. 
<laughs> I mean, to to go from Bryce Harper, who's really really good, to Juan Soto, it's uh, it's pretty it's incredible. Oh yeah, 100%. it's incredible. Okay, so who do you have winning the National League? Okay, this is gonna really surprise you. It's the Mets. Okay. <laughs> and, I, have the, I have the Dodgers winning again. Just okay, and here's why I think it's gonna be the Mets. I think the Dodgers in the one-game playoff lose to the Braves. Okay. Um. So I think the Dodgers are out. And I think that the Dodgers is the biggest team because of all the vets on their team to to knock off the Mets, and then I think the Mets beat the Padres in the NLCS. Okay. And I think it's a close series, but I think the Mets, they uh, close it out on the Padres. And I think just – I think all the momentum in New York right now just has them going to the to the World Series. I mean, I could see it, man. I could see it. That would be a nice kind of redemption story for them. You know, the Browns yeah. or the Browns and then the Mets. <laughs> the Mets. It's not the same old Mets, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I, I honestly, like, I respect it. And I think they could be – I, they could be really good, and I could be just flat out wrong about the Nationals. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it is my Nationals colored glasses um, on. No, yeah, it it could it could like you said, it could easily be the Nats that made the World Series out of that division, yeah, and it wouldn't surprise I, me at all. Yeah. They wouldn't even make the playoffs to me. Yeah, and it's just crazy that that division is just so deep that all like like you said, four teams could potentially are gonna could potentially finish over five hundred. I mean. I mean, and even that fifth seed, uh, that fifth team, like you had Could be Miami, you had Miami, I had Philly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like those are still two really good teams. I mean, those are teams that if they're playing in, if they're playing in the central, man, those are, that's like the number two team in the central, you know? Yeah, if they're playing the West, they're the number one team. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> crazy, dude. It's crazy. Um, so transitioning to the American League, the American League East. I think I'll go first this time. Yeah, go ahead. The American League East, I have obviously Baltimore. They're just Baltimore, obviously. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not talking rebuild. about yeah. We're not talking <laughs> about we're not talking about the shitty teams really. Um, <laughs> the Red Sox at number four, I I just don't know what to think of them. Chris Sale should be back. Their pitching is still a little sus. Like, do they have some fun young hitters? Yeah, but like, I just. I don't really know what they were doing this offseason, trading Andrew yeah. Benatendi for, I mean, I don't, I don't know, Frenchie Cordero, like what? <laughs> um, the Blue Jays, now the, man, this sucks for the Blue Jays because they just lost Yates for Tommy, to, to Tommy John. So their closer is mm. kind of, closer position is kind of uh, questionable. Uh, George Springer's hurt to start the year. Um but I have them number three. Just, I think they're going to be really competitive, but the injuries are just going to catch up with them, unfortunately. Uh, number two, the Rays. Man, they they could get hot, but I just think overall the, the Yankees, top to bottom, are just going to – I think they're going to win that division. Um, I don't think it's that hot of a take – Unless everybody gets no. hurt, and they're starting to get hurt, though. I mean, that's the yes, issue with are. the Yankees. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Luke Voigt just tore his – or he's having surgery on a torn meniscus, so he's going to be yeah, out for a little while. I mean, he's out He's out 
six weeks just for baseball activities, so maybe he won't be back till the middle of June. The Yankees are just a weird team that every year the injury bug just hits them hard every single year. Every year. But they also have the crazy depth in their outfield. Yep. Like they have like they have like six starting outfielders. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. <laughs> like they brought back Brett Gardner to be like a locker room guy, I guess. I mean, I guess if you're the Yankees, you can afford to do that. But it's like, what? I mean, finally, Cliff Frazier's playing left field every day. Uh, Aaron Judge, if he can stay healthy. But again, it's if he can stay healthy. Same thing with Giancarlo Stanton, if he can stay healthy. But overall, I, I like the Yankees um, to, to win that division. All right. So for me, we're basically almost the same. The O's, obviously, I'm not even going to talk about them. They're rebuilding. They're going to be rebuilding forever. Um, the Red Sox at four. Um, I talked about it in our compute when we talked about the top seven or yeah, offseason seven. moves. Yeah. Top, I, top seven and offseason moves. But like I said, they got every utility infielder or an outfielder known to man. I don't know what they're going to do with all of them. I was so confused by their offseason. Um, I had them at four. I do think the first base, whoever wins that job, I, or in plays out there. I don't know how they're going to do that, but at first base, it could be scary that it potentially had there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Rays at three. Um, okay. I think this is the year that trading and losing people is going to bite them a little bit. I still think they're going to be really good and competitive, but I think losing Snail, losing Morton is going to hurt them a little bit. I, I do think if there's anything that can make Archer good again, like we talked about, it's them. But I think just losing those two guys could hurt a little. I have the Blue Jays at two. I know you losing Yates is going to be a big loss, but they're just so young and so good. I think they're going to pull it together and still be a really, really good team. Uh, and like you said, I have the Yankees at one. And it's and it's not close. If they – like you said, if the injury bug doesn't hit them hard like it does every year, that I mean, it's still a division to lose. And it, they have such a good lineup top to bottom. Um, the rotation is a little iffy because they have a bunch of guys who – get injured every year in that rotation except for Cole. I mean, Kluber, he pitched four innings last year, like two innings yeah, or something like that. It was literally like one – no, it was one inning. Uh, one inning? Okay, one yeah, inning. it's one <laughs> inning. Um, they also got uh, – who else did they get? They got the guy from Pittsburgh who's yeah, hurt uh, a, a lot. Yeah. yeah, Italian. So, like, their rotation's scary. They're, they still have a great bullpen. Um, but, like I said, like we talked about, that lineup is just so top to bottom – is just a nasty lineup. And if it all, oh, they stay healthy. I mean, even like it's sad that they lost Luke Voigt, but it's like they can, they're a team that loses him for two months, maybe. And it's, it might not even bother him that much. And which is sucks to say because he's such a good, good player, but like it just, it's nothing them because they have so much depth, like you were talking about. Um, so yeah, I think he's a one, Blue Jays two, Rays three, Red Sox four, O's five. Yeah, I'll be, and I'll be honest with you. Um, I was looking. I pulled up the the Rays depth chart. I mean, Nick Anderson's on the sixty day DL, and I kind of forgot about that. Um, but I mean, th- their bullpen is still pretty good. Diego Carson, mm-hmm. uh, Castillo, who was basically their de facto closer. Um, yeah, it was a ninety nine mile power sinker. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> uh, Peter Fairbanks really kind of showed up the in, in the playoffs. I like Chaz Rowe. Um, they're just like. They're just super creative with their bullpen and their pitching. Oh, yeah. So I, that's why I have them at two. I mean, I think maybe I'm banking on them fixing guys like Chris Archer and Michael Waka way too much. 
but Tyler Glass now is a stud, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Rich Hill, even at 41, I think just the way they're going to kind of use him, maybe he'll only go four innings every start, four or five innings every start. Right, which wouldn't um, surprise me at all. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It's weird that he went from starter to relief pitcher to, to like, really good matchup lefty because, I mean, that's what he was when he was here for that one year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then back to, like, pretty fucking good starting pitcher. <laughs> like, you don't yeah. you don't see that. You see what happens to, like, Oliver Perez where he was, like, really good starter, kind of his arm kind of got a little – I don't want to say weak, but it got a, it got a little – Yeah, dead arm. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes from really good starter to really good bullpen guy. You don't really see oh, – yeah starter bullpen starter so at the, at, especially this late in his career I mean at 37 years old he was back back as a starting pitcher kind of crazy yeah I just I don't think you could go wrong even if it even if the Rays kind of bump down to three because that to your point I mean losing Charlie Morton losing uh uh Snell obviously he's who's a stud I mean eventually that should probably kind of catch up with them um you know, eventually. So. Yeah, but like you said, like we've all said, the Rays are the Rays, and they they do this every year, and they always end up good. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Rays may run to win the division at the end of the year. Oh, hundred percent. It wouldn't like, surprise me at like all. I said, and like we said, you know, if the injury bug kind of hits again, I mean, you never know. You never know. Yeah, I mean, that 100%. team, man. I mean, Brandon Lau, he's really good. Obviously, your I mean, you love Yandy Diaz. Um, yeah, a full year always. of Randy Arozarena in left field. If he could be, if he could become what he was in the playoffs, good God! Yeah. Um, and Austin <laughs> Meadows playing DH instead of right field every day. I mean, mm-hmm. that team. Like I said, I mean, like we said, it 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 wouldn't surprise either way. Um, no. So, the AL Central. Do you want to okay. go first, or should I go first? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You want me to go? You want to go? Yeah, you can go. It's fine. Okay. Um, at five, I have the Tigers. Okay. And at four, I have KC. Yep. And I want to just real quickly, I like what both teams are doing in the rebuild. I will say that a lot. Um, I think they're both doing it really well. But just, I mean, like I said, it's rebuilding. So I think they'll be better this year, both teams, but still not good enough. Um, I have the Twins at three. Uh, okay. I don't – I didn't like I, – I don't like their offseason. To be honest with you, I, I understand getting back Cruz. That's a good get. Um, their outfield worries me a little bit. What they're going to do at second base, is it going to be uh, Planco? Is it going to be Arise? Or, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, they have the rookie playing left field, I've heard now. Oh, no, he didn't make the team. No. Ah, well, he didn't make the team. Yeah, so that's, yeah. So I don't, I have them going third. Um, I have the Indians in second. I think the Indians pitching does what it does, makes them good again. Um, I think the offense does better than people think. I don't think it's going to be amazing, but I think it's going to be better than people think. Uh, I think, like I said, the the bullpen, I think, is better than people think, too. I think Karachek, Wildstein, uh, Clause do really good in the back end. I think Perez is Perez. Um, Shaw has actually – and I hate this, but I do not like Shaw at he all. Did, he actually, did look really good. He looks good in spring training, and his velocity's up. Who knows mm-hmm. how long that lasts, but he looks good. Um, hopefully, about two weeks in the year, we trade or get rid of Bowers and Bobby Bradley at first. Um, 
fix that whole situation up. Center scares me a little bit. Uh, I like I Amon Rosario playing there. Yeah, I think it's scary. But I don't everybody. get why Ben Gamble is made the team. Uh, that's what confuses me. Um, I thought not seeing Gamble isn't good, but if Rosario makes the team, you feel like they're like a defensive guy. They're like Zimmer. Even if Zimmer doesn't hit, Zimmer can always play defense, great defense. Why not have him be there, come in the seventh inning to play defense last three innings? If you're going with Rosario, or who knows, maybe they're going with Gamble every game. I, I, I don't know. They haven't really said anything yet about it. They just said who made the team. So that that scares me a little bit. Uh, and, I mean, I'll talk about it all day. I think uh, Jimenez is short, does exactly what we need him to do. Mm-hmm. I think he's plays great defense. I think he hits about 280. But doesn't maybe doesn't produce the power, but gets on base for, like, Jose and company. I just really like the Indians this year, and I hate to say it, but I think they're, like I said, God, I'm going to fall on the trap again. Um, and then the White Sox at one. I think losing – Elroy is huge for them, but they have so much talent on that team. Um, it's, I mean, it's scary to know the talent. Uh, Luis Robertson center is just going to, I think he's going to explode this, this year. Um, Tim Anderson one, might be one of my favorite players in baseball. And I actually said his name right that time. Yeah. So didn't say Tim I've been practicing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, honestly, I'd have him finishing in my top three for MVP. Yeah, it could happen, man. It could definitely yeah. happen. I'm not telling you where he finishes, but he's finishing top three. Um, uh, then uh, Jose Abreu at first. Oh, obviously, Juan Makata. Yeah, reigning MVP at first. Juan Makata at third. It's just that that team is just it's nasty what they've done over there in yeah. Chicago. And even, and, and, uh, and even if they have, you know. Even if Eloy misses the entire year, I mean they they have enough young talent to where they could they could throw out like a uh Vaughn. Uh, oh, I know you don't. Yeah, uh, their top prospect. I mean they could throw him yeah. in left field. If, if and if someone comes down to it, they can always trade too. They have enough talent in their their uh system that they can always make a trade for left for a guy on a one year deal or something like that. I just I just like what the White Sox are doing over there, and I. I have them winning, and yeah, it's just Indians too. But yeah, White Sox are winning that league. So it's Sad funny. Night. If we recorded this last night, I was gonna have a completely different uh, AL Central. Okay. Um, well, well, five, well, five and four are the same to me. And basically, what you okay. said, I like what they're doing with the rebuilds. Um, I kind of like Kansas City what they're doing. They're gonna be like kind of like the Indians in like 2011, where. They were like fun to watch, but like overall, mm-hmm. they just weren't that good. They had like a combination of like good young pitching sometimes, a little inconsistent right. offense, but like they had some veteran guys, like getting Carlos Santana and Andrew Benatendi, like we talked about in uh, in our first episode recapping the off season. I mean, those are good moves for a team that's going to be that's rebuilding, kind of bringing in those ve- those veteran locker room yeah. types guys. Hundred um, percent. And even it's weird even saying like Andrew Benatendi that he's like, a vet. veteran. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, he's already. I mean, he's been in the majors for what three, four years now. So, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going the exact same thing as you. I love it. Yet yesterday, I was. I had the Twins. I had the Twins at one. I had the White Sox at three. I had the Indians at two. But the more I kind of looked at it, and I was like, you know what, that Twins team, and maybe it's just like PTSD from the last three years of them just hitting home run after home run after home run over and over and over. 
like just cue the Marshawn Lynch fucking meme, <laughs> just him going over and over. And le- I mean, their outfield, it's it's a, it's kind of okay. Like Jake Cave in left field, what? Yeah, I'm a little, 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 little sus. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe they bring up uh, uh, what is his name? I just Max off or something like that. Uh, Max yeah. Uh, kill kill off. Kill-off. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Alex Kill-off. Um, Maybe they bring him up eventually, um, but I, who knows? Who knows what the twist <laughs> is? Uh, but, Ma- like, Max Kepler is a stud. Buxton, I think, is going to be a stud, too. I mean, he's been a stud, and I think he's yeah. finally going to be get, like, that, the credit that he deserves. Yeah, I think he's finally put it all together to be a really, really good um, center fielder who could not just play de- good defense, but can actually hit a little bit and get on base and isn't just like this, you know, Billy Hamilton type center fielder who can run and, and play defense, but can actually hit the ball. And like I said, get on base and all that fun stuff. Um, Simmons at short. I like it because it's like your infield is going to be awful defensively. Josh Donaldson isn't what he used to be. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of add, adds range to both sides because Jorge Polanco is an awful defender. And if he's at second, well, again, just it adds range everywhere. And then you have Miguel Snow at first, which is just yikes. Um, <laughs> but that team's going to hit a lot of home runs. But it's just like, I just, I don't know, man. And I just, looking at it, I mean, Kenta Maeda, is he going to have another killer year at, you know, close to, what, 34 years old? You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, Arios, I agree. I like a lot. Uh, Michael Pineda, come on, I'm not. I mean, <laughs> no. Get some pine tar for uh, his neck, and he could Jay, be. You know, yeah, Jay Happ. No, stop it. No, yeah, don't. At 39, at Hap. 38 years old, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the guy who they just signed, uh, Randy Dobnik. I like him. I think it's a really good story, and I think that's what kind of the things that make baseball great. Um, mm-hmm. As a number five starter, I think he could be pretty solid, but. I mean that's a lot of, it's a lot. lot of ifs. Yeah, it's a lot of ifs exactly. Uh, Taylor Rogers, like their bullpen's really good. I like Taylor Rogers, Alex Colomay, Tyler Duffy, Hansel Robles. Like those are really good players. Uh, those are really good pitchers. But overall, yeah, number three, number two, the Indians. I mean, basically, I could just copy and paste what you just said. Their pitching is really, really good. Their bullpen should be pretty solid. Um, I wonder who – did they say for sure Kanchek's going to be the closer? No, they've not said yet, but they haven't said anything. They just said who made the team. That's what's frustrating. So it's I like wonder, the Michigan football team. I wonder if they're going to – I wonder if I put Nick Whitgren at closer to start the year. I wouldn't be surprised with how Tito does stuff. I like Nick Whitgren. I'm not saying I don't like him at all. I like him, but – or I they just, just do this to... weird closer by committee for their first. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Just give I, it to a guy. Yeah, I I agree. I I agree. But I don't care who you give it to. Just give it to a guy. Just give it to a guy. Um, yeah. I mean, it, and the perfect role, it's wild thing, but. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I I agree. Um. And then the, obviously their lineup, it should be a lot. It should be a lot better than I think what people expect. Um, I think they. But Ben Gam will make the team and play center field just because they saw, like, 
they they look at the lineup and they go, well, can we if we could have Ben Gamble play mediocre defense and center, right? At least we know he's going to hit around 260, 270. And if he hits eight yeah. or nine, it is what it is. It's yeah. going to be weird that they're going to have a legitimate, like, we have a lineup against lefties and a, and a lineup against righties. Because against lefties, they're, they're putting in Jordan Luplo. They're putting in Ahmad Rosario. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah, but the only thing that confused me about that is Ben Gamble is statistically better. He's like that oddball that you never hear about who's a lefty or hits better off lefties. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's definitely it, weird. And that's what confused me about the move because Rosario smashes lefties. Yeah. But Gamble maybe, statistically hits better off lefties. Maybe they keep Gamble in – maybe they put, put Gamble in right. Okay, let's think about this. What if they platoon Jimenez and Rosario? And they could. I mean, I, I they they could. And then have Luplo the play Indians. center field or something. I mean, yeah, they're they're fun. What's interesting is who the who's gonna play first base against lefties? I'd rather I have Josh Naylor. Jake. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I would, I'd rather be Naylor too. But I feel no. they're just gonna give it to no, Bowers, no, and that's no, what upsets no, me. No, no, no. He he he. he no, no, the fact he made the team K, I have never ran about this. Pisses me off more than anything in the world. No, I agree. It's the whole mindset about baseball, about because he has, doesn't have an option left, we keep him on the team. Uh, Bobby Bradley played probably the best spring training he's played in. Like, he's – I don't know what Bobby Bradley has to do to make the damn team. Did everything um, he has to do, but because he has an option left, we're like, oh, let's send him down to keep Bowers up here. Well, that and – Fuck that. I think, I think if, they, if they bring him up in mid-May, uh, they gain an – They get another year of service time. Of service I time. fucking – yeah, that pisses me off, too. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, there you go. No, I, no, I agree. I wholeheartedly <laughs> yeah. agree. I mean, it, it's, it's annoying. It's so stupid. It's, it's a baseball. So everybody does it. Yep. It's like the Twins doing it with left field. If the best guy is the, if he's the best player to play, put him on the damn team. I don't I mean, give a shit. I he's mean, not gonna be once he gets good aim, he's gonna trade him. So why does it matter? Yeah, I mean it's hilarious that you know the it is kind of funny the Indians get all this flack and maybe because obviously because we're Indians fans, but the Cubs they they're doing it this year with um, their top prospect second baseman Nico Horner. If he yeah. if he goes down for thirty five days, they get an extra uh, year of eligibility with him. They did it with Chris Bryant, who ended up winning the MVP that year and Rookie of the Year in 2015, um, when all he had to be down – he had to be in AAA for, what, 17 days or something. And he only played like – I want to say he only played like four or five games in that span because they didn't want him to get hurt before they brought him up. But, yeah, the whole service time manipulation, it's it's annoying. And it's one of the, like the, the things that make baseball kind of – lame because you know there's a certain politics of of that you know oh, front 100%. offices are manipulating service time they also don't want to lose a guy because like like is jake bowers gonna go somewhere else and like light the world on fire no probably not no. but is he gonna probably be a uh is, are like the pirates gonna pick him up probably you know what i mean like are the pirates mm-hmm. or the rockies or ball like probably not baltimore because they have um ryan uh mount castle or mount castle yeah 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 they have him, but I, yeah, it's, it's just frustrating. It, it is stupid. It's so stupid. It, it's, yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> it's extremely frustrating. Um, and then number one, the White Sox, obviously. It's weird because I, it's weird I said obviously because like yesterday I had him at number three. Um, and mostly it was a little bit of like a joke thinking that like I can't wait for Tim Anderson and Tony La Russa to like go at it at multiple points 
of this year because it's just like the weird mesh of like old school baseball like get off my lawn type guy and Tony Marusa and the new breed of like you know of Tim Anderson I, I almost said Tim Beckham because we were joking about that uh, <laughs> but but Tim Anderson like bat flipping and just being an all-around fun player for the league and all that shit you know what I mean it's, oh yeah I'm um, it's just one of those things where uh how do you pick against the White Sox at this point you know what I mean yeah, it's, but it's one of those things I just can't. I couldn't. I wanted to pick the Indians so bad, and especially after the injury. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I can do it easily now. I was like, damn it. But the more like you actually look at it, you're like, yeah, you know what? Probably not. And then the AL West. The AL West is oh man, it, it's you want to talk about frustrating and weird? AL West is kind of weird because I really didn't know. Who to pick to win? Um, obviously, Rangers five. They're oof. They're just oof. Seattle, I think, is going to be a young, fun team. But overall, I just I think they're like I kind of talked about the Royals, kind of like being the Indians in like 2011. Young, fun. They got some veterans, but overall, uh, I think they're just going to f- kind of fizzle out. And ultimately, there's if. If the Browns, if the Mets are like the Browns, then Seattle is like, I don't know, the Sacramento Kings or something. They just <laughs> don't win. They haven't won in 20 years. You know what I mean? Like the Jets? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> number three, the Angels. I just can't trust 160 uh, for a full season, Otani being that ace week in and week out. I could trust his bat, but. Every fifth day, if they're going to give Otani the ball, I just I just can't trust them, you know, okay. for mm-hmm. a full season. And that may, be, that may sound weird. I, I don't like Dylan – I mean, Dylan Bundy's meh. Like, in reality, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just what they done, what they did – what they do every offseason is the most frustrating <laughs> thing ever because you have Mike Trout and you just swing and a miss – well, you don't even swing and a miss. You don't even attempt to try to go get pitching. Like, yeah. Like, if you're going to spend all this money, Trevor Bauer's out there. Yet mm-hmm. you, you're not in that sweepstakes. It just it makes no sense. It, it just, it's very frustrating. Because Mike Trout deserves to be in the playoffs every year. But, 100%. I mean, that's the thing about baseball. You know, if you're, you could be the best player ever and not win and not fucking. <laughs> sad yeah i mean it's like barry bonds i mean like it's not like they were killer teams down the stretch you know what i mean they made obviously oh, yeah. made the world series um and lost but yeah 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 the angels man they're just frustrating and i really hope that kind of like the nationals i really hope they don't they don't fuck up and like me the nationals that you have Juan soto you pay Juan soto a whole bunch of money and then just don't build around him with a good pitching staff and anything like that. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, Houston. Yes. They're a little weaker uh, for their pitching. Um, but overall, they're still really good. Uh, Tucker's going to be a stud, I think. Um, they brought back Michael Brantley. Uh, Ryan Presley's a really good closer. Um Carlos Correa, obviously the last year, so he's trying to get paid 
uh, when he hits free agency next year. Um, Bregman is still really good. Altuve is still really good. Um, yeah, I just I, I still like that Houston team a lot. Uh, maybe more than most, but I, I still really like that Houston team. And then number one, Oakland. It, it's weird, man. They're, they're <laughs> kind of like the Indians. Just every year they're in contention. They might not win right. in the playoffs, but they're they're around every single year, and they're a thorn in a lot of play and a lot of team side, you know, especially in that division. Um, but yeah, Oakland winning that the AL West. We have very different ones. Oh, interesting. This is one. Okay, so at five, I have the Rangers. I think that's the only thing we had the same. But well, wait, no, we had someone else. Okay, so five, I have the Rangers. Uh, I don't think we have to talk much about them. I rebuilding. Joy Gallo is a stud. Will always be a stud. Uh, play. Hopefully, gets a full season out of him. See what he can do. Mm-hmm. At, at four, I have the A's. Um, Interesting. I, yeah, I just, I, I think this is the year it bites him. I don't know. What, I think giving up Simeon is was not getting him back is a big loss to them. Um, and I don't really trust the the rotation. And I don't know. I just something about the A's this year. Just I just don't like about them. I don't know why. Just don't like them. Three, I have the Mariners. I think they'll be a – like you said, I think they're a super fun young team. I think they're going to win a lot of ball games and be – put the people on the map this year. Not like – not close enough to playoffs, but just people going to be like, okay, the following year, like we got to watch off with Seattle. Um, at two, I have the Astros. I'm not going to talk about them because I hate them. Um, and then at one, I have the Angels. And I think this is the year they finally get to the playoffs – Maybe I'm just banking on the fact that I love Mike Trout and he deserves it. Uh, I I think him and Rondo have a great season. I think Otani is everything we need him to be. They need him to be. And I, I don't know. I, I don't have them winning by – I don't think – I have no one in the division winning a lot of games. But I have the Angels winning it. And I I just – I don't know. I just think Mike Trout gets him, gets him there. Him and Rondo carry that offense the whole year. They get there, and we finally see Mike Trout in the playoffs. I mean, overall, it'd be pretty nice for that to finally happen, right? Yeah, just I hope. I just don't know, man. I can't. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, don't I can't trust them. No, yeah, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised the Angels finish fourth. <laughs> no, I mean, it, would, it really wouldn't surprise me either. And Mike Trout hits 380 with 90 home runs. It would yeah. not surprise me at all. And Anthony Rendon hits 300, but yeah. they, just, they, yeah. they just don't have the bullpen or the starters yeah. two to five to, you know. Mm-hmm. To like I said, I just, for some reason, I just have them doing it this year. I mean, I, I think it would be a fun story for baseball to have Mike Trout back into the, to the playoffs. And I, man, I'd, I'd love for it to happen. But man, Oakland four—that's that's interesting. I know, I know. Because their pitching is still pretty solid. I know. Sean Manaya, and- Frankie Montes, uh, Jesus Lazardo, Chris Bassett. I mean, no matter. Chris Bassett, who I was the last person to wear his jersey in high school before I got retired, went to the nice. same high school as Chris Bassett. Nice. Yep. I mean, even their bullpen um, is thought, like Trevin Rosenthal, Sergio Romo. Those are pretty. Those are some pretty. I know. Guys. I know. But I mean, it could. I mean, hey, they're they're banking on. I think it's more about me just thinking the Angels can finally do it. No, I feel you. No, I I I feel you. Yeah. It'd be that's nice. the I one. Mean, that's going to, I just looking at the West right now. I just noticed a bite me in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's honestly the same way I see like the 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 
the uh, East in the, the National League. <laughs> I feel it. Like, I kind of went, like, crazy, like, oh, yeah, the Phillies are going to be trash and the Mets are going to finish third, and you're like, they're going to win the World Series or something. <laughs> like, oh, well, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, before – okay, so who are your two wildcard teams in the AL? And the Indians. Yeah. So I had when I had the Twins winning the division, I had the Indians and the White Sox being uh, a wild card. But the more I was thinking about it, and yeah, the more you kind of talked about it, I, I kind of th- I think I have to they have to say the same. The Rays. Well, wait, you said Ray. You had I said had Blue Jays. Blue Jays. I had yeah. Blue Jays a second. You had the Rays. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. I'm so, so it might the Rays be and the Rays and the Indians. Yeah, that that's okay. about right. I, I, yeah, I have blue. So both instances in both leagues, we both had the same divisions making the uh, yeah. wild card. Yeah, we just had different teams. That's nice. Yeah. So we, bo- we both think the NL Central and the AL West are going to be trash. Yeah. yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I don't even think Houston's going to be bad. I just think that, like, I think they're going to fizzle out a little bit at, at second place just because they just yeah. don't have – they don't really have that the, – the, pitching depth that they once did you know mm-hmm. Verlander is out for the year basically um the, the Granky's 38 or 39 yeah. now whatever yeah, it is Grank, yeah exactly Granky's their ace I mean he'd be a nice number two and number three at this point but an ace right in, in the in the American League I, oof. No, oof. Big yeah, oof. I don't know about that um <laughs> so those are your wild cards MVP Sayag um Cy Young, back-to-back, Shane Bieber. Okay. And I, that's my homework pick. I don't know. I, and, I mean, I know. He's a, he's a stud. Yeah, I had him as – I have I, – in our rankings, I had him as the number one AL pitcher over Cole. But it would yeah. not surprise me if Cole won this either. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my MVP is Mr. Tim Anderson. Not, okay, I, think I like it. He, I think he wins the AL hitting crown again. A batting title again, and I think he hits over 30 bombs, has the RBIs, and I think, like I said, I think he leads the White Sox to the playoffs, and I think that's how he gets it. I think him and Lindor, they both get it for leading their teams in all the categories, and they get it. Cy Young, I got the same guy, Shane Beaver, back-to-back, dude. Uh, he's, Love it. Love it. He, if the Indians are going to win, and I think they're going to win some games this year, they're going to be – uh, way more surprising that they're going to be a more surprising team than I think most people think they are. Yes. Um, yeah. I, and it's, it's, it starts with Jose Ramirez and it starts with Shane Bieber being that ace and going out every fifth day. And I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be him having to give up less than three runs every single start. And if he yeah. does that, he's going to win games. No, number one, or he's going to put the Indians in, in a position to win games because winning when it comes to Cy Young really doesn't matter. Um, but yeah. he's going to have the ERA. He's going to have the strikeouts. Um, if if what they're saying with these new baseballs, man, if it's going to kill some of these home runs, I mean, that was really his only um, downfall. His downfall is he gives up these solo home runs. But if if these baseballs are, you know, like like I said, killing power or whatever, then maybe maybe it's a pitcher's league again, which is why I'm a little more high on the Indians than I think a lot of people are. So, yeah, Shane oh, yeah. Bieber, uh, Cy Young, and then MVP. I mean, Mike Trout. I mean, Mike Trout, I feel it, it. Yep. It, it's just one of those things where, <laughs> if you if you had to bet Mike Trout or the field, 
you would probably just pick Mike Trout to win it every single year until you're proven oh. otherwise. He's a LeBron James of MLB. Yeah. It's yeah, he deserves so it every year. Yeah, 100%. Now, yeah. are there other guys, like like you said, Tim Anderson, could he be an MVP? Absolutely. Could um, Jose? Could, could be Jose? There. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if the Indians are good, could Jose? Could um, could could Jose Abreu go back to back? Of course. Could mm-hmm. I mean shit if if um if Aaron if Judge, Judge is healthy? Yep. Yeah. Could could he? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's a ton of guys who could who are in that conversation, but there's only one Mike Trout. And <laughs> no, I agree. He's gonna hit close to forty home runs. He's gonna hit. 315, 320. I just, he's just so fucking good. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. It, it, I don't, it, I don't, we, we take him for we, granted. It's weird that I'm like explaining this, but it there is no explaining. It's my yeah. crowd. So, yeah, 100%. Um, so, who do you have as your AL champion? Uh, I have the Yankees. That means it's a Subway series of New York. Yeah, I have the Yankees too. I, I hated that I had the Yankees in the Dodgers. <laughs> I, yep. I hated it, Mets. but yeah. So, who do you have winning the World Series? The Mets is the Mets. Oh my god! They, get, dude. they take it. <laughs> oh my god! You're just riding the Frankie bandwagon <laughs> all the way, all it. the way through <laughs> to the trophy again. Sean, don't and, listen. Man, dude. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. I love it. I have the Dodgers going back to back, which is so stupid of me to even pick that. And it's I, more I believable in the Mets. Yeah, but I mean, goddamn! Like, imagine, imagine if the Dodgers went back to back after going. I mean, four World Series in five years. That <sighs> oh my goodness. I know it's it's stupid. Four World Series in five years, and then winning two of them potentially, like <laughs> right. Yeah, but I have the Dodgers. I just it's they have pitching. No, they yeah, have no, pitching. I agree. They have Mookie Betts. They have Cody Bellinger. They have uh, Corey Seager. Like those, like all those guys are studs. Max Muncy is a fucking stud. Might be the most underrated player in baseball. Like, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I can see it. Um. So yeah, I think that. Kind of wraps it up. It's been like an hour and a half. Do you have any anything you want to add? Any like players that's like, hey, you want to keep an eye out for this guy uh, um, or whatever? I just want to give a shout out to the just a sh- quick shout out to the Kansas City Royals for doing something the Indians should be doing for giving a uh, Perez Salvi Perez a four year deal, franchise record. They're not going to be that good probably for a couple years, but just the fact that they they sh- like they ponied up and gave the guy who when you think of the Royals you think of him Casey. Yeah, you think of Perez, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think that's for a small market team. I think that's big. Like other teams should be doing that for their their stars of their team instead of trading them away. So I appreciate the Royals doing that. Yeah, I mean it's overall like looking at the contract. I mean he he's what 30, 30 years old, thirty one years old. Yeah, so I think he's thirty. It could bite him in the ass, but I mean it's not like they're obviously not hampered for cash anymore. You know they they right. they go out they they sign Carlos Santana they. Obviously, resigning their own guys, but like I agree, the whole notion of just resigning your franchise players, I, I'm I'm all for. I wish, yeah. I wish the Indians would do it with you know Jose Ramirez and and Shane Beaver and all that stuff too. So yeah, just giving like appreciation for your guys. 
yeah a little bit it's yeah, nice. i mean he won a world series you know what i mean so yeah he, exactly he'll always have that kind of like alex gordon i mean alex gordon mm-hmm. was not good his last what two three years in kansas city but yeah he was a, a former uh first round p- pick for them um really was the first guy to go from third infield base outfield yeah infield outfield and and you know kind of what the indians did with lonnie chisholm well the royals did it with alex Gordon first you know, yeah. he was a third baseman, and he was off. Yeah, and he was off yeah. at third base. <laughs> yeah, he they move him to left field, and he becomes a Gold Glove left fielder. Yeah, with the best field. arm in in baseball for a long time. So yes, and was never the fastest guy, but always had the best routes to the ball. He's always caught everything. Yeah, a hundred percent in left field. Yeah, and it just made him like not have to worry about playing defense at the hot corner. He goes mm-hmm. to the outfield, and and his bat takes off because of it. Yep. So. Yeah, I I kind of like that shout out. I, I think it, cause I yeah, <laughs> especially in today's game, man, where you know, or even when they sign, like we talked about it, but like even when the the Rocky signed Nolan Arenado and then they just yeeted him the to, to, to St. Louis, just yeah, it just it's it's just, and then they gave them what forty five, fifty five million dollars, yeah, fifty million to yeah to, <sighs> to get him off the team. I'm yeah, never gonna get over that shit. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. They gave them more than the Indians payroll. Yep. It's, yeah, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's it. Right? Are you good with everything? Yeah, I feel like we, yeah, I feel like we got everything we needed to get in. Yeah. Right before the, the beginning of the season. Yes. Which I kind of liked. Um, I think next episode, I think we'll kind of go more in depth on the Indians, if you want to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. About time. Time yeah. and go off. We can, yeah, kind of. <laughs> obviously, we almost started ranting about them when we were doing our divisional things, but I was like, hey, you know what? Just be on the lookout for our Indian, our, our main Indians discussion um, yes. coming up uh, for the next episode, probably over the weekend. So it yep. should be fun. Should be a lot of fun. So, Gabe, you want to shout out your Twitter and all that fun stuff? Yeah, my Twitter is yanezgabe13, Y A N E Z G A B E 1 3. And you can follow me on Twitter, Caitlin O'Sealy. That is Caitlin, K-A-T-L-I-N, knows, K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. Obviously, I've, uh, you could listen to this wherever you listen to podcasts now. We are on Apple iTunes, so if you want to leave a review and all that fun stuff, please do. Obviously, Spotify or, you know, wherever you listen to your, to your podcast. Um, I also have two other podcasts, Crunch Time with Caitlin and time of possession you could follow you could find those wherever you listen to your podcast too so that's always fun um if you want to hear more about me ranting about whatever i rant about (laughs) um but yes for this episode of lead off talk talking some mlb predictions that'll do it so take it easy friends